Welcome to Cultivate the World podcast. This is your host, Obebi Dengana. I am excited to have you listening in today, and I believe that you will be blessed by God's word today. Today, we're going to talk about the mind, and I would like us to answer the question, or I would like you to answer this question, are you spiritually minded or are you carnally minded? The mind is one of the most powerful tools that God has given to man. The mind has, there are so many definitions of the mind, one of which I like is the mind is defined as a gateway. So it gives access to either the spirit of God to control a man. It gives access to your flesh to control you. It gives access to the devil to control a man. I personally define the mind as a central control system. I believe that whatever controls your mind controls your life. In Romans 8 verse 5, scripture says that for those who are living according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who are living according to the spirit, set their minds on things of the spirit. So whatever controls your mind controls your life. Based on scripture, I believe there are three types of minds. There is the natural mind. The natural mind is a mindset that cannot access the thoughts of God. So if someone is an unbeliever who has not accepted Jesus Christ, you don't have access to the thoughts of God because you are spiritually dead. So everybody who is spiritually dead, everybody who is not born again has a natural mind. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14, the Bible says that, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. A natural mind would live by natural impulses, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, reason, logic. Those are the things that control the natural mind. Number two is the carnal mind. The carnal mind is a mind that has been given access to the thoughts of God. However, it is still being controlled by natural impulses. So this would be someone who has given their lives to God. They now have the life of Christ in them. They are born again. However, they still live just by their natural senses and their natural impulses. Canality doesn't just only include sin. Yes, it is true that when you live by the impulses of your flesh, it will lead you to sin. But being carnally minded goes beyond just that. It's every time you respond just based on the natural. If you're going to make decisions just based on the statistics without a consideration of the thoughts of God, of what God is doing, then that's being carnal because you're just operating as a natural person. A spiritually mind, number three is a spiritual mind. A spiritual mind is one that has, that has been controlled by the thoughts of God. One that has been renewed to see life from God's perspective. Spirit, a spiritually minded person is not somebody who is just aware of the spirit realm. Because you can be aware of the spirit realm and not be spiritually minded. A spiritually minded person is someone who has trained their minds renew their minds so that they see things from God's perspective. They make decisions based on God's thoughts, based on what the Spirit is saying, 
not just based on statistics, not just based on their natural impulses. So we have the natural mind, the carnal mind, and we have the spiritual mind. In Romans 8 verse 6, the Bible says, To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. What is God's expectation? God wants us to be spiritually minded. Now, as believers, we can have varying degrees of, you know, varying combinations when we talk about the spiritual mind. Some people can be 10% carnal, 90% spiritually minded. Some other people, it might be 80% carnally minded, 20% spiritually minded. So sometimes we can have these combinations, right? Like, you know, varying degrees, depending on how much we have renewed our minds with the word of God. Now, our anchor scripture is Romans 8 verse 6. It says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. This means that not only does God want us to be spiritually minded, this scripture tells us why. If you are spiritually minded, you give permission to the life of God, the peace of God to find expression in your everyday life. But if you are carnally minded, the Bible says you would experience death. Death is anything that doesn't have the life of God. So the outcome of your life, the experiences of your life may not be anything different as compared to an unbeliever because you are carnally minded. So the fact that you are born again does not necessarily mean that you would experience the life of God. You would experience the supernatural. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. So the Bible tells us to renew our mind. Why? Because it is only when we are spiritually minded that we can give access to the life of God. Now, in order to really understand and help us answer the question we have for today, are you carnally minded or are you spiritually minded? I'd like us to take a look at the story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17. So let's take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'm going to read a couple scriptures in here. I'll give you the back end of the story. So the Philistines have come against Israel and, you know, they want to fight. They want to conquer Israel. So they come here against Israel and I'm going to read verse eight. So Goliath stood and shouted. So I'm reading first Samuel verse chapter 17 and I'm reading verse eight. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man, and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subject. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man, and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So this is what was going on. And Goliath kept threatening them. Now verse 16 says, For 40 days the Philistines came forward every morning and evening and took his stand. So Goliath kept at this, continued threatening them for 40 days. Now David comes into the scene. David finds out what's going on. And they told him, they tell him, this is what's going on. And here is David's response. 
In verse 26, David asked the man standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this, this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? I want you to think about this. David comes to the scene and then he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? First question, what has circumcision got to do with the battle? What has circumcision got to do with this Philistine, killing the Philistine? What has he got to do? But David comes to battle and the first thing he sees, he recognizes is that I am a man under covenant. Circumcision was the symbol of the covenant that God gave to Abraham. God made with Abraham and to his seed. So the entire Israel was under that that covenant with God and the symbol of that covenant was circumcision. So David comes to the scene aware that he is a man under covenant and that this Philistine, this Goliath before him was uncircumcised and was not under that covenant. Follow me on this. And then he says that he should defy the armies of the living God. Not the armies of Israel, not the armies of Saul, but the armies of the living God. That we are a people under covenant. We are the children of God and we are the armies of the living God. So he comes into the scene spiritually minded. He comes into the scene with an awareness of the covenant that backs him and his people. He comes into the scene aware of the fact that he is a soldier in God's army. He's not just a mere man. He is, he's a covenant child, spiritually minded. Now, everyone in Israel, all of them that were there looking at Goliath, right? Had been looking at the scene from a natural perspective, which is being carnally minded, if you think about it. So they are trying to figure out how do we kill this guy? This guy is huge. Who is going to defeat him? Do we have the right armors? Do we have all of those things in the natural? And the only difference is David comes in and David is spiritually minded. He's not carnally minded. And because David was spiritually minded, we see that he experienced life and peace. The power of God was able to find expression through him. And he, de- he defeated Goliath and Israel experienced peace. Remember our key scripture, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So every time I am spiritually minded, I give permission to the life of God, to the victory that he's given to find expression through me because I am thinking from his perspective I am seeing from his perspective and I will respond based on that right perspective. So being carnally minded does not necessarily just mean lost and sin. It's all a part of it. But most times, you know, we can not be living in sin, but still be carnally minded because we see things from just a natural perspective, a natural standpoint. And we respond based on our perception. When we see from God's perception, when we see based on what God has done for us, based on his word, from his perspective, 
and respond. That's what it means to be spiritually minded. So I want you to think about this question again. Are you carnally minded or are you spiritually minded? Or if you are spiritually minded, to what degree, or maybe the better way to phrase the question is, to what degree are you spiritually minded? So it is being spiritually minded that gives access to the Holy Spirit, that gives access to God's life and his peace to find expression. Israel had peace. David killed Goliath. They experienced the life of God. They experienced victory. They experienced peace because David was spiritually minded. If David was not spiritually minded, maybe they would have lost the battle. Maybe they would have been taken as servants and slaves. That wasn't God's plan. But God needs to find someone through whom he can express himself. And that person is someone who is spiritually minded. So in your life today, what you experience is not necessarily God's will. It's what you have given permission to. So if we, the more we renew our minds, the more we become spiritually minded, the more we give access to God's life to find expression in all that we do. So today, think about that question. To what degree are you spiritually minded? Because being spiritually minded will cause you to experience life and peace. God bless you so much for joining me today. I hope you've been blessed. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. Have a wonderful week. God bless you.